0: wayfm i'm paul van sickle privileged to be talking once again to danny Goki. i do have to start off with uh, a public apology of something that happened the last time that we talked on the phone and I posted it and we had been talking about uh, doppelgangers and people that look like you and my brother is one of those people and then I kind of fat shamed him saying he doesn't really look like you anymore and so I have to publicly Uh apologize I left that in I didn't cut that out probably should have but so I have to publicly apologize (laughs) to my brother for fat shaming him Um, and he said he wasn't mad but he also didn't send me a birthday card last week so we just Uh want to get that out of the way Uh-oh. and say uh sorry mark
1: i don't think you i don't think he's fully fixed yet hopefully this will help but like you might have to go buy him a birthday present on your birth on, yeah on your birthday
0: <laughs> this so. is sorry uh it's, oh man see i almost went bad i almost said as long as it's not a cake oh man i'm gonna get in trouble oh for my that God. oh it's You're horrible savage. it's horrible ah. it's my younger brother it's fine um it's my job all right well let's 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 stop talking about Let's skip over the family problems before I dig myself a bigger hole. Let's talk about the tour, the Hope Encounter Tour. This is your first headlining tour, which seems crazy to me personally. I'm like, oh, he. I guess, I guess you hadn't been out on a headlining tour. What took so long and why now?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, it's a step of faith to do that, this tour. Um, there's a lot of overhead. I mean, on this tour, I mean, the staging alone, like just so people get an idea of like, the staging alone, I mean, man, honestly, I don't know if I want to put numbers out there. It's so expensive. Three buses, a semi. We'll put it like this: just the fuel, and the fuel is probably one of the smallest expenses. Is around seventy five thousand dollars. So when you think about creating a tour and all the expense and all the employees and the crew and having three buses out, I mean, you're talking about lots of risk. And but God gave us this idea, and we really felt the Lord instructed us to do this. You know, the Hope Encounter tour. We, you know, there's a deficit of hope um, everywhere we go, and, and in our world. And so, we're creating an experience for people to encounter the God of all hope, the One who makes a way out, out of nowhere, the One who brings hope into hopelessness. And so, this is the vision and the plan, and it's been going so well.
0: And I, I have seen uh, some of the videos that have been posted with people talking about their experiences after the tour. And you know, w- what does that I guess, feel like? Or what are some of the stories that you've heard, uh, not just from those videos, but just people coming up and talking to you after the show and at meet and greets? And what that's been, what's that been like?
1: Yeah, it's just—I mean, it's really encouraging. Especially, I have a video guy out with me who's talking to people, and just people are sharing. Their lives with them and their stories and what the night meant to them, and it's so encouraging to keep fighting the good fight because man, this is a fight of faith. This is this doesn't come easy. The risk that we take on this tour, the you know, it's it sounds it sounds easy, but it's it's not. It's the level of faith. It's you know, it's easy for me to jump on another person's tour and let them take all the risk and me just be an opener. But um, you know, God thinks differently than us, and I want to connect with His vision and His plan.
0: Hope across the nation is definitely something that we need right now. And I know you've been encouraging people to bring n- non-church-going friends to this concert. Has that been happening, and what's that experience been like?
1: That's been a big thing. So with this tour, we, uh, we're doing a 30-city tour, but out of the 30 cities, 23 of them, have we've put them in theaters. And we've intentionally put them in theaters because we put a call out to people, people of faith saying, bring those who wouldn't go to a church because we're creating a show. I mean, my show director, the one who puts the show together, uh, she's the one who designed shows for Michael Jackson, for Nicki Minaj, for Lady Gaga. She's on the, the uh, Fox show, The Voice. I mean, not The Voice, I'm sorry, The, uh, the, the Four. So she put the show together because we were intensely reaching out to have people come who wouldn't necessarily go to church. And people have been coming, and we've been, every night I've been making a call to those who don't follow Christ, um, to follow Him. And we're seeing that happen. Every night we're seeing people come to Christ. And so that has been such an important piece to me. You know, this is, um, you know, it would have been easy to do this at a church. It's cheaper to do them at churches. Theaters are so expensive. But this was about kingdom, about Jesus' mandate going to all the world, all the world, and teach them about Jesus. And so we're doing that. Mm -hmm
0: that's awesome now you mentioned about the, just the show quality and as far as the presentation and all the things going on have so with this being your first headlining tour are you like taylor swift level detail involved in every little thing or are you just kind of letting the people around you do some stuff how much are you involved in all those things
1: in the decision making i am i'm a delegator so I'm good not for you involved <laughs> in all the, yeah i to me i got that's how i survived i'm i'm yeah, that's really important to me. Now, I do get involved in certain parts, but I let people start division. I jump in along division along the way to, I guess, make it more mine as we go. But, man, I'm a total delegator.
0: Well, that's my that's my goal for this year is to delegate more because <laughs> yeah that'll Amen. that'll run you into the ground. So good for you. Uh, you have Torin Wells, Torin Wells on the tour with you, uh, opening up for you. And obviously, you know he's opened up for Lionel Richie and Mariah Carey. So you figured he'd you know he'd do all right with you too, I suppose. Yeah. So, so that, <laughs> that's good. He's great. What's that been like working with him and having him on the tour? He's
1: great. I mean, honestly, man, we. Uh, we've been becoming friends even before this tour, and so we love him. My wife loves his wife, adores his wife, uh, and we love their kids. I mean, we've just been getting closer and closer. He's such a good guy. We're on the same management team, so, you know, I get to see him more often than not, So, which I really, really like.
0: That's awesome. And then um, Riley Clemens also on the tour. People might not know her yet. She's newer, just 18 years old. I've seen some stuff from her, and she seems awesome as well.
1: Oh, she's incredible. She's very mature for 18 18- years. Very impressed by who she is and what she's doing. And so she adds a great element to the night. She really does. Both are, I mean, honestly, these, are, these people are showmen out there, you know, and they're great showmen on stage. The dancing, the singing, the performance, it's, they're great. The People are going to be surprised at the end.
0: Well, let's talk about the album for a little bit, Rise. Songs that we've been playing on Way FM, Rise, The Comeback, Masterpiece. I was listening through the album, trying to kind of get through it quickly, preparing this morning. I uh, wanted to, you know, hit all the songs, and I, I ended up listening to the whole album because I couldn't. I was like, oh, I hear I've heard the comeback wow. a bunch, but I'm like bopping along and singing, and I'm still like, okay, I can't skip this song. This is so I good, dude. The album, like front to back, people don't, you know, the, the, this digital music age might not go fully front to back on albums anymore. But kind of talk about the process with this latest album and just the the different musicality on it.
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like one of the things is that our God created music, He created art, He created entertainment. I feel like. <laughs> or at least I was raised. We, we kind of shied away. We let the world take it to all these great places. But we were like, no, no, we got to do slow music, worship music. And that is a blessing. I love worship. Worship is of my favorite things. But I think we forgot that our God also can cr- come up with the greatest pop songs, can come up with the greatest R&B songs, the greatest, the greatest show people can come from the church because it's our God. Our Daddy is the one who endows those gifts. And we should... Lasso him and using for his glory. And so when I set up to make a record, I do my best to work with the best people and write the best lyrics. I've always wanted my music to reach the church and the unchurched. So when people listen to my albums, I've heard a lot of people say, Wow, lyrically I like what you go lyrically because it's it's it can be fresh and not, I guess and I hate to see the term, but it can not religious overtones. So- and I'm always saying, But that's the whole point. We're supposed to be fresh because our God you know, we can say the same thing, but in a fresh way that's never been heard. And that's who our God is. And so um, that's what I try to do when I accomplish albums. I want the church. My number one is to reach the church because they're, that's where I got my start. But the next, the next point is to reach the unchurched because of the great commission that Jesus put out.
0: Mm. Talk about the, the latest song, we've, the newest song we've been playing is Masterpiece. Talk about that one specifically just a little bit.
1: Yeah, Masterpiece is based off Ephesians 2, 10, which says we are his masterpiece, created anew in Christ Jesus for good works that we should do long ago. Um, we're created to do, we're created to show forth the glory of our God. But a lot of times people get battered by trials, tribulations, and they tend to, to just sometimes go to the easier, more comfortable, lower version of themselves, and God is saying, no, I have... I've called you to rise up over the tragedy, to rise up over the divorce, to rise up over the loss. And your story, if you continue with me, is going to be a story that heals and brings hope to so many other people. That's the masterpiece God is creating. The story's not finished. What looks to be like a end of uh, of a book, God already has a new chapter already written. Walk in it. Trust. Let go of the past. Embrace the new.
0: Mm, Amen. Again, that's that's talking about the song masterpiece playing now on Way FM on the Rise album. The Encounter tour headed all over the country. Danny, you uh, you mentioned you know the the wives get along. Do you have your family on tour with you for this?
1: I have them on this run. Gotcha. And um, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. So this, I'm on a five show run right now, and so this might be there might be one more run they come out with me on. So this is how we balance it out, just bringing them out. It's a lot of work to three kids, a toddler, five, three, and
0: one year old. It's a lot of work. Oh, man. I know. I saw the video on your Instagram of them doing the vocal warm-ups in the car with you. That's that's fun to be <laughs> able to <laughs> do stuff. And, you know, as parents, this happened to me the other day. I, you end up saying things and like to your kids or giving instructions or having to explain things in ways that you never thought you would have to before. Like, my son is, is in middle school, musical theater. The other day, I had to go in and go, dude, the shower is not a place to do choreography. Like, you're going oh to fall. God. Like, it's a tub shower, man. Like, that's not a phrase that I thought I would say. Have you have it, had oh anything like God. that recently where you're like, did I really just have to say that out loud?
1: Not, not yet. Okay, you'll get there. <laughs> five and so he just started kindergarten, so I'm, I'm assuming that this is now where it starts because it's around other kids. you going to hear other things. And so I, I guess I'm in the prayer mode of,
0: Lord, help me Look over he's like, no, that's not how we, uh, yeah, we don't eat dog food. You know, we, we knew that that kind of <laughs> stuff was going to happen, you know, with toddlers running around. Yeah. But yeah, okay, well, yeah. there's a preview. You're going to say some things that you will surprise you. Uh, but something oh, else man. that, that <laughs> I was having a conversation with uh, the other day with some listeners and wanted to get your thing there. Uh, now that you're a parent, my theories have changed on the five-second rule. I don't know if you're a germaphobe, but, you know, you drop food, you have five seconds before it comes in. Um, it, are, are you a germaphobe? Has that freaked you out? Or are you the opposite? Yeah. And, like, have you ended up extending that a little past five seconds?
1: I am an absolute germaphobe, and I'm about to give you one of my greatest fears. I remember as a kid, when you first start using the restroom, in a boy's restroom, you use a urinal. And urinals are disgusting. And I remember seeing kids put their hands, lean in their hands in the urinal, the ones that go from the you know, the really big ones that reach all the way down the floor yeah. and then lean against it. And I'm just so nervous that my son is going to be leaning against the urinal, getting urine, not even knowing that pee is going to be all over him. Oh. And so I've had to relinquish control and be like, you know what? He's probably got, he's probably leaning against the urinal today and he's probably got urine on his clothes. I'm going to hug him anyways. <laughs> I know, dude, I was a dermaphobe and that was so nasty of a story, but it literally, like, it, it shakes me to my core. <laughs> I wanted to use a toilet for the rest of his life. How about that?
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness! So you're not one of the people that you know when the pacifier falls out on the ground, you don't just do a quick lick of it and stick it back in the kid's mouth.
1: No, I'm not that guy. Okay. I don't want the faucet, disinfect it. I'm that
0: guy. <laughs> so you have many right. All right. Oh, good deal. Well, there you go. Uh, it's a different. I, I won't. I won't gross you out by the things that uh, I've done as a dad. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. Sure. Danny, thanks for your time today. Be looking for Danny on the Encounter Hope Tour. Get tickets information at Danny Gokey dot com and man we'll keep praying for you that God's going to continue to use you and use the tour as you guys move throughout this country spreading the hope of Jesus thank you so much for following God and and going out on a limb and uh, we just pray blessings over you man
1: no worries man thank you Paul so much